when I'm lonely. Well, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who's lonely without you. And when I'm dreaming, well, I know I'm gonna dream, I'm gonna dream about the time when I'm with you. When I go out, when I go out, well, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. And when I come home, when I come home, yes, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who comes back home with you. I'm gonna be the man who's coming home with you. But I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more. The feet of man walks a thousand miles to fall down at your door. Wait! 58. <laughs> 58. We're back. We're back. Man, I'll drink to that. It's us again. Yes. Whoa, whoa. Let's do our Rasputum. Okay. All right. Well, here, let me oh get my, my label. Gosh. Yeah, show the label. Oh. Clink. Lift. Separate. <clears throat> mm. Oh. Sip, man. That's like licorice. That's good, man. Good grief. You're trying to kill me, it's aren't like dessert. you? Uh, Damascus. Damascus. Oh. Man, that's plum pitiful. Plum pitiful. That so reminds me of a tune, another Warren Zevon tune. You want to do it? One, two, three, hey!
man, what a great tune. Man, I loved Linda, man. Yeah, Linda Ronstadt did that with your uh, drumming idol, Mr. Russ Kunkel. I think. Oh, well, he's kind of we a... We didn't know. Oh, you didn't know? If, I we, think it was That him. was unconfirmed. Well, I think it was Kunkel. 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 Russ Kunkel. All right, what do we got? Well, in 1958, 57, I don't know, 56, who cares anymore? I found my thrill. Took that one to lunch. <laughs> oh, well, no. The song was good. Just, you know, a little bit of... Our endings are terrible. What do you think, Bruce? Are our endings terrible? <laughs> I think your endings are terrible sometimes. <laughs> and if... They're not. He's enjoying that. They're See that rest. The thing is, if your ending is terrible, that, that means mine is. And if my ending is terrible... Then that makes yours. Boy, one sip of that Rasputin goes right to his head. Right to his it head. It has nothing to do with that. I think you're just punchy from all this work we've been yeah, doing. Not getting much sleep. Yeah, me neither. How close are we on the hymn show record? Very Michael? close. We're close. Where are we? Where Where are we officially? Well, I think we've done like you know basic mixes of everything, and I think we're close to getting those final little sweet spots. Which Which I'll go ahead and. Uh, um, translate that, which is 
I've got the whole thing mixed, and Mike keeps coming over with a little notepad for oh, all these little brother. changes we have to keep As making. if said every person who makes a record ever. With Michael <laughs> and his clipboard. Well, if, I mean, in the 50s, you just cut the tune live. You did That's several right. takes. You took the best take. And well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll... I'd love to make a record like that. You did say after the, the, the two that we did yesterday, you said... You know, man, this sounds great. This reminds me of something we might have done at Sun Records. That's true. There are a couple tracks that literally do sound like they were cut there, uh, not just in the 50s, but at any point where people go in there. You can go in there now and make records, you know. Yeah. Lost Dogs talked about it many times, but we just never got it together. It's you a very small, go, it's a small spot. Like, I mean. It's not much bigger than, well, I mean, the ceilings are higher than this, but if you knock that wall out, and put the ceilings higher, you'd have pretty much the control room that's back there. It's a tiny control room. Um, it's cool. You know, it's a bar. It's been a barber shop. It's been a, uh, I think, a car mechanic place for I a while. We went through there one well, time. You I, I, a, I think we toured together right. and went there. And yeah, we took we a whole day to, off. We went to Graceland. Yes, we did that. the whole yeah. thing, man. That was a great day. That was great. It was great. And uh, Yeah, there's nothing funner than going to Graceland with Mike Rowe. <laughs> and Mark Harmon. Yeah. And we, you, we pretended to cry at the gravesite. Remember the meditation oh, garden? Wow. There's a photograph of me and Mark, just like all, all full of tears and flap doodles. You pretended? No, I was really upset. <clears throat> anyway, that's entirely irrelevant to what we're doing here. We need to move on now with this. Let well, you know, it 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 is. It, it, when I think of that, I think of his jet, and I think of. Yes, the we got on the plane. The jungle room. Yes, and the, all the jungle stuff, room. You know, oh and, man! And so all the all the like the you know the high tech. You know, TVs in the wall and all that stuff. But it and was it, goofy. And, and, it, and it was back in the time. Of, yeah. It was like Cold War America, and it was really cool. And it just and it takes us right back to this piece. That's right. So we're going to dedicate this to our wonderful, you know, the country that we have known and loved all these years that just loves to just play with us. They just love to play all the time. I have no idea what you're talking about, but let's do it. <laughs> okay, so...
did that little no. trick more than once. Oh, no. It only does it once. Oh, no. Really? He only once, man. That's a middle oh, trick. Man. It's a middle. You should know that as a producer. It's a middle trick. No, I don't. I don't. It's only know. a middle trick. I just thought it was a. It's a lot of fun. Though. It is fun. <sighs> I never played that song. I can't believe that's one of my favorite records. <laughs> it starts, you know, the White Album always started with that jet, you know, that noise I, of that oh. jet coming in, and then this thing starts, you know. And, you know. Oh, man. I think McCartney supposedly played drums on that. He I'd was good. Yeah, he was, he cool. was good, you know. I mean, simple, but he had a, a little thing. He had a lot of attitude. He kept time. Well, well, what, I think we what have has reached, happened here. We have reached a monumental moment, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you talk in that mic for this mic. Yes, we have reached a monumental moment in the show right now. And mm. I was informed that we have inched our way up to. Uh, song number 500, which means that it is the 500th tune that we have played without repeating. Is Am I correct? Not include, not including repeats? Not including repeats. We've done a few repeats. So you this know. is the, the 500... 500th new tune that... It also includes buffoonery, you know, songs oh. that we did maybe a verse and chorus of as a joke, which we don't do a lot of that here. So jokes are included in the 500? Well, gag tunes, Gags. yeah. But well, it all, it's all part of it. 500 discrete songs. 500 discrete. So 499, we're right here at number 500, ladies and gentlemen. Number 500 right now. So we're going to dedicate this to all of you for hanging with us. Yes, that have been there from day one. And I want to do a, beaut a beautiful song by Peter, Paul, and Mary. If you miss the train I'm on, you will know that I am gone You can hear the whistle blow a hundred miles 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 You can hear the whistle blow a hundred miles Lord, I'm one, Lord, I'm two, Lord, I'm three, Lord, I'm four, Lord, I'm five hundred miles away from home. Lord, I'm one, Lord, I'm two, Lord, I'm three, Lord, I'm four, Lord, I'm five. <laughs> 500 miles away from home. Come on! Everybody sing it with us. Everybody. A one, two, three. And we would sing 500 songs and we would sing 500 more just to be the guys who sing 1,000 songs and then 1,000 more. 
That's where all the confetti is supposed to come down. <laughs> yeah, really high budget. We confetti, We got bro. a high budget show right oh, here. Oh, man. The next 500 songs. Yes, the next when 500. When we're at 1,000 songs, we will do confetti. That's right. Well, I think, okay, now that we've done all that foolishness, I think we need to go back to boyhood favorites. Oh, it's it's kind of becoming, like him show, it's becoming a little feature of the program, I've noticed. Boyhood favorites. Yeah, boyhood favorites. Songs that influenced you when you were a boy. First records you had or bought or heard that mattered to you, you know. And this was, for me, it was this number three. This is for three. you, number three, like 45. it was your third single. Yeah, on 40. Epic Records. Yes, I remember the yellow label, the Epic Record label. My little 45s. Remember we had those little discs that we'd stick in the middle? It's great, man. Went over to Tower Records and got it.
501. <laughs> Another tune I've never played. That was a crazy. You know, we were we were listening to that to do this. Yeah, I know. We and were it was do... it was strange because there was like Woo! multiple mixes yeah, of there's... it. It seemed like. Oh, Johnny was, Nash's yeah, one, was, yeah. Yeah, because Johnny Nash was the version that I had. Well, me too. I didn't really hear Marley's stuff until a lot later. But but it is interesting, the different takes on it, you know. And well, the, it sounds the like it, I, they mixed it three or four times, but it's they're all from the same session, it seems like. Yeah, the flutes. Some have flutes. The, you know, I'm wondering if because of the style of that music, because reggae wasn't really a thing then. In 1972, not that many people knew it was, right? So... You got to figure that this the record company was probably doing different mixes for different, you know. That's crazy, man. That was 1972. I know. I was I was just a but, a but a tiny tot. A tiny tot. Tiny tot buying. I was gra- it up. I was graduating high school. What? It's Bruce. You when I graduated, you can't possibly be that. Historic. Not only am I that old. When it was June of 72 and I had my big graduation party, my cousin Daryl brings me an album, looking concerned, and I unwrap it. You know what it was? Chunga's Revenge by Frank Zappa. That's what I got for my... Wow. And I was, I mean, I had, you know, I'd already had a lot of his records, but I'd never heard that. And that's the one that had, you know, you know, what is that one where he goes, oh, you know, (laughs) that blues thing, you know. Don't you ever miss your house in the country and your heart? Man, we, I think we could try a Zappa show, but it'd be it'd probably only, it'd to... you know, um, Howie and his wife would probably be the only people that, <laughs> that watched it. I don't know. I think we have some closeted Zappa fans. Don't we'd, underestimate we'd, we'd our audience. We have to audience. censor the living. Well, no, I mean, you know, he did. When I got into we, him, we his could do stuff his was... instrumentals and be, be in great shape. You yeah, know, I think I could pull off that. You know, what's the very, black page. What's very funny is that yesterday I broke out some Zappa and was listening to it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can things. play all that. I was listening stuff. to Inca Road. Wasn't that and, kind? Wasn't that kind of when you were coming into your own as a as a, a technician? Yeah. Wasn't that kind of? Yeah, it was one of the one of the mathy kind of techie things. Right. You checked in on. And you yeah. would sit down and try to work out that oh, yeah. stuff. I'm sure that you could get the gig. I mean, easy. Oh no, I don't know about that. But uh, but man, Terry Bozio in the vintage Zappa. Yeah. Is is just one of the one of the yeah. most most uh, successful drummers ever. Wow. Did I tell you that Burley Drummond? You know, when I was playing with him in Lost Dogs, he told me that Frank hired him for a summer to rehearse with. Uh-huh. He never got to record with him, but he needed. A guy, a studio guy like that, you know. And, I love uh, his playing, man. Gosh. Yeah, he was great, and he—I guess he could do it. But he said Frank became like a father to him. He said he was really, really a good guy, you know, wow. and treated him well, paid him well, was very respectful. Wow. And uh, you know, I've heard that of that about him that he was, you know, if you didn't, you know, try to screw him over stuff, that he really was good with you, you know. I'll just say that anybody who hasn't taken the time, I'm sure a lot of you guys are pretty pretty steeped in the Lost Dogs, but man, if you haven't taken the time to listen to some of that stuff in a while, go back and listen to it, man. Burley's, Burley's yeah, feel and his playing, just his his whole delivery Well, I think is in so this nice. next season, this next season, we need to dedicate ourselves to doing more of the... I wore a special Lost Dog shirt today. Oh, cool. And, you know, there's a treasure of tunes that we haven't done that we could get a lot out of as a duo, so... The treasure of tunes. The treasure of tunes. All right, so we're going to do my boyhood. 
This is one of the first records I ever heard. My dad brought home a grocery store knockoff, you know, back when they did copycats. Uh. It was called Memories of Hank Williams, and it was sung by this guy named Jug Scott, who was a dead, he sounded exactly like Hank. And all those companies, all those copycat Man, companies, I remember, I remember back remember in the those day going, going to like, and, and, and even even in drugstores, you know, yeah, even in my twenties and stuff on the road, you know, I'd go into the truck stops and right. stuff. I'd be looking for records and go, wait dude, a minute, that's not the guy. Whole records of like totally, totally copy well, guys. There's always been an industry of copycats. I don't know if there is anymore, but for years, people just wanted to hear the tunes. And, and they some... advertised them on television, too. Sure, KTEL yeah. and all those yeah. guys. But I mean, some of these records bettered the originals, you know? Well, I, and I, I still, to this day, don't understand how any self-respecting artist would do a bunch of covers. Well, these guys were doing other gigs. I mean, they were just, <laughs> oh boy, okay, alright, okay, one, two, three... love that tune man i, I hear that and i'm literally like five six years old sitting there my dad's just you know got that on you wow. know every saturday morning for three hours he that he would put on the radio and it was like chinese water torture i mean it was awful for me when i was a kid because country but the thing is it started to seep. Mm, you got it little, in your blood it now. kept getting in the blood yeah. man it's like i kept and that was when country was great that's the willie's roadhouse stuff you know when it was new you know Wow. And and so he did me a great favor, even though, you know, at the time I couldn't appreciate it. But every once in a while I'd notice that there was something that sounded like Elvis or sounded like some rock guy I liked. And I started to make the connection like, well, maybe this is kind of a cousin to that, you know, not consciously, but, you know, 
I think uh, I think my story for that would be hee haw. No, oh. I mean, well, yeah, my, but everyone know, on yeah. there was a yeah, I mean, great musician, fantastic, yeah, yeah. Because I'd sit there and go, I I didn't have anywhere else that I related to that material, but boy, when those guys would get going. You know, it'd just always be somebody great on there. I have to wonder what the mo- the mo- they must have made so much money to put like legends like Roy Clark and Buck Owens and make them hayseed goofballs. Well, these guys were like legendary guys, and they they gave years of their lives to this ridiculous thing. Well, right? that there is a fantastic doc that's out there, like on oh, YouTube. All you about go, it. Oh yeah, it's, it's a hee haw doc. Great. Yeah, it's really well. Yeah, done. I need to watch that. Yeah, it's really cool. It talks about how like they. They, it was one of the first times they were going in and just filming the same segment like they do right. all the cornfields. They do 30 of them. Oh, jeez. And then they cut them up and spread them out over right. the whole season. You know, mm-hmm. so like so the idea that this variety show, it's like, it was like a laugh-in, mm-hmm. country laugh-in. Maybe that's know? what it was, is laugh-in was so popular. Yeah, they figured, how can we miss, because all those rural TV shows were popular, too. Yeah, so, so all the musical stuff was kind of this stage, and it was kind of always going on in these mm-hmm. shows, but it wasn't the it wasn't the comedy show that you're watching. Right. So they didn't really, you know, the... Uh, you know, these guys wouldn't be waiting in the wings after all the goofball stuff to come out and play a great song. You know, it, it wasn't like that. They edited yeah. it all together. Man, I didn't ever thought about that. Yeah, it's it's a great story. You should go go check well, it out. Well, I suppose man. you couldn't have had something like uh, Prairie Home Companion without Hee Haw in a sense. Because it's the same kind of thing where there's all this foolishness around, you know... Uh, you know, uh, Lutherans and people that live in Minnesota. But Is then it, you've got the greatest musicians on the planet doing their music, and it's all live. I, I, you know, I grew up with, my dad would listen to the um, mystery theater, the, the yeah. stuff. It's still like the all, whatever was left yeah, of radio. a radio theater. Yeah, yeah, you know, I love that. I, we, we definitely, we talked about that before. I think we should be doing a radio theater show where we've got a script and everybody's got a part and we do gags and well it, wouldn't that be great to tell why, a story like hey that? why at this point why not yeah right? we do that. <laughs> all right we're well, going to feature we now we're going to do the mr spencer oh, don't, 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 feature don't build it up well i'm not going to build it up it's just you know he has a little moment every week <laughs> and uh this song is a little bit daunting a little bit intimidating so i'm we're just going to do it real slow and easy and i'm sure it's going to be great Is that where you want to take it? It's pretty slow. It's looking up right here. About there. Clap with me.
I'd made those hits. That that reminded me of watching uh, watching some of the uh, uh, auditions for American Idol when when somebody would come in there and try to sing a Whitney Houston song, <laughs> and they'd be going, you know, dog. <laughs> oh, it wasn't that. You know, honey, you just you know you just uh, you need to pick the right song. <clears throat> that song's a little bigger than you. Well. It... <laughs> One time Simon said, I don't think you're as good as you think you are. <laughs> yeah. That was very good, and I think that will enter the retribution. You know, I made some, you know, some follow-ups, so I think that, you know, yeah, that that's going to go. Hey. That hurt. Hey, 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 hey. It's like a hole in the head. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like a Yeah, like I'm all flushed. <laughs> He's all flushed. <laughs> are you parched? Are you I need par some oh, more oh you need some more of bro. that. Yeah, I, I need some. We need to be doing some retributing with some Rasputin. Speaking of now, when are we gonna get them? We talked about some local representation. Uh, we still got to get that going. Now I don't know where these guys are from. Not here. I think it's North Coast. I think it's Oregon. Washington. Yeah, yeah I do. I do think this is Oregon. This is uh, um, well, it's definitely. No, this is made by a famous there's, brewery. There's a government warning on it. Oh, sure. if there better be. North Coast Brewing. Yes. Fort Bragg. Fort Bragg, Bragg, California. Yeah, that's a good one. California. California. Okay. Where, where, where the government checks just keep coming. Uh, well, for some of us. All right, where we got? All right, back to boyhood. Um, this one goes back about as far as I can remember. I had this on a '78, back when they were the you know the lacquer was as thick as your thumb, on Columbia Records. And it's, I had it when I was probably three years old. Wow. And, but it wasn't just the song. It was the whole story of Davy Crockett. Some of you may remember Fess Parker. 
was you know in the in the westerns back show, then yeah, it's yeah. a whole disney thing and uh he sang it and uh he was davy crockett to a lot of people he had that coonskin cap oh yeah wow. he was he was a singer man um i i was stunned when i found the uh tim curry version of it yeah the, I, the disney tim curry you gotta definitely I, go and go 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 check that out that's wild man so All we're right. gonna do this I, I don't know why we're doing it but i just love it <laughs> not too fast born on a mountaintop in tennessee green estate in the land of the free raised in the woods so he knew every tree killed him a bar when he was only three single-handed through the many wars till creeks was whipped and peace was in store and while he was handling this risky chore made himself a legend forevermore davy davy crockett the man who don't know fear he went to congress and served a spell <laughs> fixing up the our endings on the show thank you nicely done man that's a nice little tune i mean I, <laughs> I, i'm i'm, I'm absolutely, are you being facetious yes, right now I'm okay just feeling, man. okay oh now okay okay time for the hymn show oh. god we, we shouldn't make it sound like that it's like <sighs> no i don't mean it like that i see i see this title and it, oh it and just, you made you sigh yeah, yeah it, it, oh yeah it, it touches my heart this is a beautiful this song. is a beautiful song uh skip james uh originally did it in a haunting falsetto and i was so captivated with it i brought it in the boys just laid down a real beautiful beautiful thing we did it all together played it all live 
downtown at Bacigalupi's. On the Holy Ghost building. That's right correct. Here. So, still, uh, see. Still, a, still a good one. It is good. Yeah, when I was listening to it, I'm going, what a sound. I mean, it's like the whole thing. I'm listening to all those parts. It's got this and, gushy sound. It's yeah, and it's got, yeah. you know, it sounds like I played a little Nashville guitar, a little bit of high strung, some of that Lindsey Buckingham junk in there, you know. I won't... Let Jesus lead you, let him lead you, let Jesus lead you all the way, all the way from earth to heaven, let Jesus lead you all the way, he's a mighty good leader, mighty good leader, he's a mighty good leader. tune did steve scott write a song on yes he did what was that song (sighs) stranger won't you change your sinful ways we've done it on the show yeah uh and uh yeah that was the day jackie green came in and played a little bit oh he played on that 
Yeah, he didn't make the final cut, but he played while we were developing it. Don't say that. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, he might be in there somewhere. I mean, maybe he did make it. He's credited. I know that. So. Well, he's been busy making the final cut to quite a bit since then. I would say. And I would love to have him any old time. I would love to have him on the show, actually. But, uh, yeah. you know. <clears throat> anyway, uh, tip show. PayPal.me slash micro77s or Venmo is at micro77s. That's it. M-I-C-R-O-7-7-S is what it is. It's a love thing. It's a love. Yeah, this is the tip jar of love. We do it for nothing, people. We do it for nothing. We do it for love, which we'll do that next time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if some of you like to mail checks and and, uh, counter checks and, you know... uh, What's the other kind? Uh, Cashier's checks, uh, counterfeit checks. (laughs) Whatever kind of check you want to mail, heck, we've gotten cash in the mail, which I don't recommend. It is 77SLTD, which is the check makeout. You don't want to be making out while you're writing the check, but you want to make the check out to 77s Limited, P.O. Box 1441, Citrus. As in the fruit. Heights. Like. The crime rate. <laughs> That's not positive. California CA 95611. <sighs> what time is it? Not in the sun too long. How long are we? We're about, we're about to. Yeah, we're, we're about to wind it up here. I so we we're going to. We did a shortish kind of show last week. But, yeah, we uh, kind of shorted you a little shorty. So we're going to do a one regular. More, one more? No, we got two more. A couple more? Two All more, right. yeah. Oh, this one's fun. Nibbling on sponge cake Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp
Chris Harrelson. It's his favorite song. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Chris is going to be doing an all Jimmy Buffett show. Oh, yeah, for you parrot awesome. heads. Yeah, I'm going to have a bad dream about it. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, going to be. Let's the, just uh, say, Chris, well, all of us have heard this tune a lot in our, you know, the last 40 plus years. I was playing that in bars in the 70s, so I hear you, pal. We used to we used to mess we used to mess the words up real good. I was gonna say we we'd say wasted away in whatever bar it was in. I was gonna say wasted away again in Corona's fear, you know. But I didn't want to, you know. This is a rated a family show. We don't we don't recommend drinking at all, you know. We don't think anybody should. Anyway. Um, Let's not all talk at once. Mm. Okay, well, what are we It's been a got? weird little show. I think we need to wind her up with uh, a tune from 1957, since this is show 58. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be, you know, contrarians. Yeah, did we did we even like acknowledge even like even attempting a theme for this show? Uh, What's 58? I don't know, man. It's it. The, the idea of doing themes can become tedious you know it's like we did we used to do them when we needed it was like an inspiration but when it becomes like a chain like when you have to that kind of is describing what this whole show's been oh, oh wow ladies and gentlemen well, I apologize on behalf of Mr. Spencer he's been out in the sun you know, too long today 58 um, Chris 58 occurs to me when my geek mind the B-58. You have a deep mind? And the B-58 is a really cool looking jet. So let's go ahead and use that. Let's get a picture of the B-58. It's the B-59. The B-58 Hustler. Now, what, what kind of jet is this? Oh, no. Who made it? And what was it used for, B-58? Uh, I think we, we lost Bruce. B-58. Oh. Um, the fi what? Yeah, you, you were just saying it's a jet that you like. Oh, yeah, it's an amazing uh, Delta Wing. Uh, is it a bomber. commercial or it's a supersonic bomber? bomber from like the '60s? It's it's totally now. Your cool. dad was a bombardier. No, he was pilot. He was a pilot, yeah. and did he fly planes of that ilk? No, he because he flew in uh, World War II era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind of planes was he flying? In? Everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did he drop bombs at all? No, because he had a multi-engine rating. Um, at the start of World War II. So wow. he, 
they made him a captain of the Air Transport Command. Wow. I, which maybe didn't even exist at that time. But he flew everything from uh, the hot rods to the, you know, all, everything new. B-26s, everything. He flew it all, man. That'll be the dad show when we all talk about our dads. But this is... Father's Day is coming up, in fact. We just missed Mother's Day. Yes, we did. Well, thank you for hanging in with us. We, we made it through our 500th uh, song song and our 58th show, so we're going to end As with... It starts to pass out. I know, I'm getting sleep. Well, that... I mean, I'm telling you, man, this, this Rasputin just <laughs> this like... This Rasputin. Just like, just, just like knocking me uh, Let out, me tell man. you, Mark Harmon gave me one of those 20 years ago, and he said, now, Mike... He said, I want to warn you about this. And I'm going, it's just a brew. It's a beer. How bad could it be? He says, I don't know what it is, man. It just makes you tired. It just, it just well, messes drink. you up. I don't drink, so I'm not really, I don't feel messed up. I just feel just like, like I want to go to sleep. Well, yeah, all I can tell you is that I don't know what they put in this besides, you know, the high alcohol, but it, it's like it really messes your head up. So I don't recommend Rasputin to anybody, but it's, yeah. it's properly this, titled. That'll be enough of that. Yes, because we're a clean show. I know. We sit around I wearing apologize. white sneakers and we drink milk all day. I mean, okay, I didn't get so. much sleep last night. I got a long way. To, I've got to fly out in the morning. Yeah. And I man. went ahead and did this show on short notice. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to do a boyhood. Oh, let's close with one of my boyhood favorites. Uh, this is by one of my favorite artists. Probably one of my greatest influences as a singer and, and just a performer. Even though I could never. I'm not worthy to shine his shoes. The killer. Shake it one time for me. You really, really have to come on.
get real low now. Shake, baby, shake. All you gotta do, honey, is kind of stand in one spot. Wiggle around just a little bit. That's when you got something. Yeah. Ooh, baby, hold up, shake and go. Now let's go one time. Shake it, baby, shake it. Shake it, baby, shake it.